0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Thank you for joining us at Nikki Dare Radio on Blog Talk Radio, heard worldwide by millions of listeners, with your lovely host, Ms. Nikki Dare. Our podcast, hosted by Nikki Dare, is your home for education to safety and survival, leadership and inspiration. Nikki Dare is the founder of iDare, Inc., a registered 501c3 with its mission to educate and mobilize resources for preparedness and sustainability. iDare is a grassroots credo and personal mission based on its pillars of excellence, integrity, diversity, adaptation, resilience, and empowerment. Ms. Dare's personal mission is to help you encounter your purpose by unlocking your inherent potential and finding joy in the journey. Nikki Dare is the published author of The Audacity of Veracity, a columnist, women in the field of Western Outdoor News, California's publication of fishing and hunting. Ms. Dare is a certified firearms instructor in rifle, shotgun, and handgun. RSO, range safety officer, and CERT, Community Emergency Response Training Member, a FEMA-certified training, women's advocate, transformational mentor, and a seasoned BPR change management consultant since her early 20s in transforming companies. And decades later, she is reinventing her purpose. Nikki Dare's life has been spent passionately in helping others going through transformation, both personal and professional. And now, here's your lovely host, Ms. Nikki Dare.
0: Wow, that's a great entrance once again. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in again this morning with us at iDare Outdoors. And uh, I'm Nikki Dare, your host at iDare Outdoors. I'm happy to have a couple of people, folks, already in my studio here this morning. Uh, welcome back to Patrick Garrity
2: and uh, also
0: Jackie San Diego. Welcome back, guys. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi, you guys.
2: Oh, great. How are you? I'm the
0: one that's a full of energy. You know, I've been up since like 4 o'clock this morning, actually 4.15 this morning. I'm already in my two cups of coffee. I think I should cut down now, huh, Patrick? <laughs> <laughs> right.
3: So what are well,
0: we talking about? thank you for about? having us back, for having me back. Oh, likewise. Likewise. Time. Thank yeah, you, guys. Time. You guys are awesome. I mean, you know, you guys are very, uh, uh, just awesome. Phil a lot of information. I mean, you know, I'm learning from both of you, too. I mean, from all of you who are my guests in my studio here. I um, We're still talking about the survival safety tips, if you recall, on the episode, for those of you who just tuned in. Um, you know, we can start with Patrick this morning. I, I know that he, uh, you know, we, 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 we spoke about the uh, the the mindset over and over again and uh, using the uh, your body as a weapon system. I think, go ahead, Patrick, you can... Uh, Share with us some of the uh, your, your skills and experiences on that um, through your, some of your trainings with civilians and law enforcement and military.
3: Well, it's, it seems like uh, what you're going for here is a, is a all-around, uh, all-encompassing philosophy, and uh, so you know uh, uh, we really to preach that uh, you should not only know uh, weapons training uh, with whatever you're going to defend your home or your loved ones with, but also Uh, know how to use self-defense and combative martial arts to protect yourself and those around you as well. Um, A lot of times you're not near your weapon system uh, and you have to resort to either taking weapons away from your adversary or uh, defending yourself from weapons and multiple attackers. So it's uh, very important to know how to defend yourself and to put into your training, just as much effort into the self-defense stuff as you do the weapons training. I think it's very important.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I hear you. Um, just like us civilians, you know, uh, Jackie would agree on me on this one that we, you know, we're, we're we don't have the weapons system nearby us. Um, Ada, hopefully she will come on a little bit later on our show. Um, share with us what she has on with her at all times. This is a device that she can push on and then it sets off the alarm and a loud noise. Um, somebody like me, I mean, you know, I, why do I have the carrier? I mean, we live in a state that doesn't doesn't prohibit that. I mean, doesn't, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, allow that. Um, mm-hmm. So here's a scenario for you, Patrick, and then Jackie could also weigh in with her with some of her, uh, you know, um, views on this. Scenario is that, and it happened to me before, I would walk out in a public parking lot, you know, daylight. It would be something like um I'll be in this condition yellow obviously, you know, scanning around, you know, leaving from a building, leaving from a building towards to uh towards the parking lot, public area, daylight and trying to find my 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 car obviously. Uh, but when I walk out, I'm already scanning through surrounds surround me, right? The environment and everything—if it's safe or not—you know the usual stuff that I do. I did not know there is a guy behind me, and this happens all the time too. I mean, I, I'm the victim of that too. You know, I'm the victim of my own um, failure of um, you know scanning the surrounding because I mean we're human. We we fail to do so. We we cannot be 360 degree all the time and, and looking like a paranoid little ninja or something, you know. But. Yeah. You can laugh about that, by the way. <laughs> but um, I, um, the guy was walking towards me. Until he was about a few steps away, I did my scanning again, and I can see a shadow because it's sunlight um, that he was following me. So I formulated a plan by not going towards my my car right away, but going towards a, a, a little bit more open area where I can see other witnesses, should say, uh, p- other people to uh, in my surrounding. And what, what do you do in that scenario? Uh, let's say, Patrick, I want to hear it from you first.
3: What's well, that well, a weapon? In daylight um, and in a public area, it definitely makes more sense to remain in the public area and not get into a, a private area where the adversary could do some damage. They're less likely right. to do something to a, a harder target as opposed to a soft target. Mm-hmm. So, and, and like we were talking about last show, you can employ both passive and if uh, the situation escalates, active security systems. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, your friend Ada was talking about her device last time, uh, just yelling or moving into a crowded area like a store or something, a public place if you're not already in one or close enough to one. You know, these are all good tactics to employ and having the proper mindset and staying in the proper condition and keeping situational awareness Um you know, on the, on the front of your mind at all times. Um, mm-hmm. What I do, what I recommend uh, when you're walking around, because it's tough to, like you said, have 360-degree situational awareness at all times. You're just one person. Um, you know, when I'm out walking around in town uh, or in urban setting, every mm-hmm. time I, right. you know, take a left or right turn, I'm always looking over my shoulder to see exactly what's going on behind me.
2: Right. Um, you know, and, and
3: it may not just be an adversary or a, a potential adversary. It may be somebody blew a red light and hit another car, and that car is about to get pushed into you. You know, exactly. or, or somebody's going to run an intersection while you're in a crosswalk, and you're not looking around, uh, looking for something like that. So it's not just situational situational awareness with potential threats. It's situational awareness with just everything that's going on around you, uh, being in control of your environment.
0: That's right. Yeah, I, I think that's a, it's a, it's a very good point, Patrick, uh, being in control of your environment. I like that.
3: What Go I ahead. like to employ is, um, you know, when I'm walking around town, making a left or right turn, looking over the shoulder, as well as, um, you know, a lot of shops have windows on their corners, and you can always turn the corner and look back through the windows to see what's going on behind you as well. I do that at night a lot when I'm walking around, you know if I'm on a date or something we're walking from a restaurant to the movies or or from the restaurant to a car or whatever mm-hmm. um, I'm always turning the corner and looking behind me but without making it obvious by going past the corner and looking through the glass
0: um, Right. Yeah, the glass exactly. Go
3: ahead. Using mirrors and glass are always good exactly. ways of Just
0: checking
3: the uh, checking what's going on behind you. You know That's a lot right. of that is these are all just preventative measures uh, mm-hmm. when it comes to situational awareness and
0: and use those objects like you said the mirrors and the glasses and everything like that as your you know as a tool to uh to, to for preventive measure, measures like you said uh let me get get back to Jackie and Jackie you're a woman out there in public and everything what what do you, what do you do i mean what are your um, share with us your views on this
2: well in a situation like that me personally as a woman I would immediately, of course, um, like you did, immediately try to find an open area where there's more witnesses around or try to, you know, head somewhere where it's not so, I mean, where he can get me by myself and there's, you know, no one can see or whatever the case might be. Right. And, you know, of course, like you said, being in in the yellow stage, but not um, you already have identified the target. I mean, and, you know, like I say, we go with that Gut instinct—we know when something's not right. We know when yes. something's wrong, and so I would immediately—I mean, not having a weapon—I would really, really try to walk as fast as I can and get somewhere, somewhere where I am seen, I'm visible to other people. And of course, you know, I might try. Um, I'm a very—I could be very timid and quiet, but in that type of situation, you know. I I well, have ninja actually, out of you I'm, right, <laughs> right, <laughs> you know. But I have actually been in a situation where I feel like I was being followed in the store. Mm. And I mean, it was open and it was in an open place, but I felt like a little wow, like why is this person following me? So I felt that, turned, yeah, you felt like out, out of I the ordinary, it. right? And I turned around and I said, "Excuse me, can I help you with anything?" And exactly. I said it loud enough to where. Yeah. You know, he was like, whoa, you know, like. Ca- caught him you by know, surprise. That, 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 caught you him know, by that surprise, were, and I right. said it loud so others can can hear me. Like, right. I noticed you're following me Good around point. the store. You right. know? And so, I mean, he was kind of like a weirdo, though. He was like, oh,
0: um. He you changes know.
2: strategy now. That's exactly yeah. what ha- Yeah, that's exactly why I want to
0: continue on. I'm sorry to interject you, reject you uh, Jackie. Oh, go ahead. But I, um. That's exactly what happened to me. I uh, didn't go straight to my car because apparently this guy kept following me, even though that I wasn't, you know, going. Well, this guy is obviously following me. That's all I I, I know about, right? So I turned around and I said loud, and I saw people around me. There's a pharmacy right next to me, only a few feet away, and people are coming out. It was a hospital, and people coming out. And then I said, "Can I help you, please?" And then uh, is there you know? And then he 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 startled. He he just went. Oh no no, I uh wanted to say something and I go, "Oh, can I help you?" Uh he said something that I reminded him as um like a girlfriend that he used to date. Oh my and God. I go, "Huh?" <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. And I said, "Oh, I thought you were a girlfriend that was working in a um and a nurse upstairs." And I'm like, "You know what? I dress not like a nurse. I just got up from my doctor's appointment, you know." <laughs> and the guy you know, alluding to this thing, you know, it's out of the ordinary. So the guy was actually stalking me. And uh, I took sharp look at him, you know, and I said, I'm sorry, I'm not. And I waited until he left the scene, and I make sure that people are around me. And uh, as soon as I couldn't see him anymore, I got in my car and I got out. I got out that scene. And that's exactly how I, I took care of it that day. What do you think of that, Patrick?
3: Uh, A lot of times what what you did was you got into his OODA loop, and uh, I forget the exact acronym. It's um, something like observe, decide, um, react, and uh, take action.
0: Take action, right. And
3: and what what you did there was you confronted the person. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of times all it takes is making eye contact. If you're passing someone on the street, maybe on your way to the ATM, uh, those those people that are stalking their prey, you, I mean, you said it exactly right. You felt like you were being stalked, and you were. Um, you know, they re- they react more towards the people that are soft targets and not the ones that are hard targets. If you make eye contact, acknowledging their presence, uh, you're making yourself a, a tougher target. If you yeah. do something like what you did, Nikki, which is actually... Um, you know, uh, uh, bring the situation to everyone's awareness and, uh, you know, y- you get into that person's ITIL loop and they start, stop thinking about what they were going to do, which is stalking and harming yep. someone. Um, you know, a lot of times it's just, uh, saying something, making eye contact, uh, getting that person out of their thought process and exactly. not, be, not being, not being a soft target. What, what my, um, my friend and, and mentor, Rudy Waldinger, teaches is to not be a grass eater. Uh, you know, in the plains. Grass of Africa, eater is that what you said? Uh, I'm sorry. Is, did you just
0: say grass eater?
3: Don't be a grass eater. Oh, the uh, cow. Know,
0: yeah, I see what you mean. Exactly. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
3: In the, plains, in the plains of Africa, you have predators and you have prey. Yes, yes,
0: yes. And
3: uh, the ones that are being preyed upon are the ones with their heads down, eating the grass, right. not paying attention to anything going on around them. And the ones absolutely. That are are preying on them are the ones with their heads up, looking for those that are soft targets. Um, they're not going for the ones that are looking back or are cautious about what's going on around them. They're looking for the easy, the easy kill.
0: No, that's uh, so true. As long as you're
3: not the easy kill, that that possible adversary will be will go looking in a different direction.
0: Survival of the fittest, right, or something like that? We call it.
3: It's it's really situational avoidance. Is all. It
0: yeah, is. exactly what it is. Yeah, I mean, you know, the guy. Um, I, <laughs> If I recall, the guy even took a couple steps back because he, you know, I gave him the element of surprise that I turn around and say, hey, can I help you? I mean, really loud, I said, you know, I talk loud anyway. You guys know that.
3: Because you you did something he was not expecting. He was not expecting you to do that. You got into his OODA loop and all of a sudden he didn't know what to do.
0: Right, exactly. I mean, I, you know, like, I, like I said, I mean, I, for those of you who know me, and have seen me in person, I am, I'm, you know, small statued, You know, for a good challenge, some some of you will call me that. But yeah, I'm small, I'm short, and this guy is huge, you know, and uh, dark, and wearing dark clothes and everything. And I, he thought that I was just an easy prey, but I turned around, and he actually took a couple steps back, and I, I knew he was surprised for what I, what I've done.
3: Now that that, that, I'm sorry to interrupt, but that right there is an example of the confidence you gain through any of this training that you've done, Nikki, and that's, that's a good example for your listeners and friends to take because that confidence is really the most important thing. Uh, this training we can't teach you, you can't, you can't be taught in yeah, every, every right. single possible scenario. That's so right. What you're given are the tools and the confidence to be able to control a situation and survive it. Um, Now, what you demonstrated is the confidence to at least give a verbal response to a situation, and that's all that was needed. You didn't need to bust out a gun. You didn't need to... No,
0: not uh, at all. I don't have one.
3: (laughs) All you needed to do was to acknowledge the person's presence, and you startled them, and they went off um, somewhere else, so... He That's wanted to carry important. on a
0: little bit more conversation, though, Patrick. At the time, you know, like uh, he thought that I was going to carry on, hey, what's your number, kind of thing. And if he was going to be in that direction, I would tell tell him no, and I would just probably walk back to the building uh, where I came from, you know, the, the the hospital building or the pharmacy even, because I I thought he was he was really out of out of place. I mean, he's been watching me, obviously. I mean, the way that he said to me, he's been watching me and stalked me and uh, followed me, I should say, followed me since inside the uh, elevator probably. Um, see, the thing is that I didn't realize that. Again, I failed, you know, in my condition yellow scanning that because he came out of the uh popping up behind me, and I tried to take that little test of take a little more steps, you know, making a round, round uh, circle in the parking lot to make sure, is he stalking or is he just looking for his own car, too? He was stalking.
3: <laughs>
0: and it was a scary little thing, you know?
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, it definitely sounded like he
3: was
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, what
0: do you think, Jackie?
2: No, you're right. It definitely sounds like he, like, you know, um, like he was stalking you, like you know the gentleman.
0: Yeah, he didn't look for his car. he
2: was definitely stalking you." Yeah. Because that's not normal. I mean, you know, if you see someone that you think looks like someone, I mean, you're not going to be following them and just you know <laughs> trying to be all quiet for long. <laughs> right? No, I would immediately ask someone. I mean, I've seen someone that looks like someone else, and I immediately will ask them hey, you know, you look like so-and-so, are you so-and-so, or, you know, I think I know you, or, you, you know, th- are you related to somebody right away, but I'm not going to be following them and staring no, and not at all. no, that's just, no, not at all, it was spooky, that's not normal, yeah, it, it wasn't normal, I mean, when, when he spurred that,
0: I mean, he was like startling, I mean, he was sort of, you know, like, like, he's stuttering and stuff like that, when he asked me, oh, you look, uh, like, like, as if that he was, like, trying to find something to say, an excuse to say why he was following me. Oh, okay, yeah, she's, she, she's upstairs. She goes, he goes like that, and I go, huh, okay, well, that was dumb. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and he was gone. I waited until he was gone. I was just walking back in circle in front of the, uh, where people can see me in the daylight. So that's a scenario, and then you're right, Patrick. I, um, you know, not, not uh, every scenario will be applied to everything. You know, I mean, you said it right, confidence training uh, We can preach all of these skills um, over and over until I turn blue (laughs) all day. I love to talk about this. But if you're not applying it and you don't uh, have that confidence to to begin with and simulate it uh, within the scenarios as we talked about before, um,
2: it doesn't carry any value at all. And um, what do you think, uh, Jackie? No, Patrick was right. That was a key point, you know, good nugget that I actually caught on to when he said, you know, it's your confidence. And, I mean, it's true. When you when you know, I always, you know, I always use confidence as in knowing who you are, you know. And um, when you know who you are, you know, and even in the sense of knowing your skills, knowing you're well-trained, and, you know, you constantly, when when you're well-trained, I believe, you know, it's like personal development, okay. We hear personal development, you know, to be uh, better, you know, to be better in success or, you know, be successful or whatever the case might be. Of course, that can fall along with, you know, being well-trained. I mean, hearing over and over again that, you know, you're strong or, I you know, I can protect myself, in the, but then you're actually doing it. I mean, that confidence that comes out of that, you know, I mean, it, it does, you know, I I could see how it can intimidate someone where it's like, hey, you know, She's not a little, you know, pompous. Yeah, I am sure. You know, I can't bully. <laughs> right, I can't bully her. I, mean, I bark like I, a chihuahua. How's that? I, yeah, I mean, I experienced <laughs> that when I was in high school. I would have people really, there was there was people that would probably try to bully me, and yeah. I would stand up for myself. Like, I know I'm a quiet person, but... Hey, I'm not going to let you bully me Like when that, you know, because if you get I mean, that's going to come out And I'm going to stand up for myself And be confident about who I am Because I know who I am You know, and that does intimidate people it does. That's right.
0: Yeah, I see, I see some of the, you know, when you uh, train with somebody who's just the first time. And Patrick will fill me in on this one because you have a lot of experiences uh, training with civilians or, you know, from mm-hmm. uh, different kinds of uh, uh, people from all sorts of uh, <laughs> different levels and everything. For, like, the beginners, Patrick, uh, you, would, you would teach them what comes out of uh, the first day after you teach them all of the skills and everything, the confidence level, right? I mean, you know, share with us what you know.
3: Well, I, t- I try to... Um I try to correlate uh, rape prevention and self-defense to um, it's, it's not dissimilar from the training that I do with the soldiers that go overseas. Um, right, it's Absolutely. In regards to the hand-to-hand stuff, it's all combative martial arts because both are life-and-death situations that you need to be prepared for. So a lot of the combative techniques um, – can you know and should be employed in a life and death situation, whether it be for uh, the defense of yourself or uh, to pre- you know prevent yourself from being assaulted or raped. Um, you know, and so what I see when these soldiers imagine the amount of faith in their training and confidence in their training on a daily basis that they must have in a combat situation. Um, and I still you know continue to get emails from some of the soldiers I train that are overseas that wind up in situations that they had not trained for but had done enough training to where they felt confident in that situation to make the right decisions uh-huh. and come up with a positive outcome. Um, you're not, you're not going to be able to learn uh, every situation out there. That's very important, but it is the confidence in your skills and the confidence in your training and just confidence in yourself that really... Um, it makes a difference, and, and a lot of those guys come back home and ask guys, uh, instructors like Rudy and myself, um, you know, well, I was in this situation where I needed to transition from my rifle to my knife, and I wasn't too confident in that transition or my knife handling skills, and then, boom, we, we set up some training for those soldiers specific to uh, s- situations that they ran into overseas, knowing that they may not run into that exact situation again but they may want to run into something similar, and now that they're much more confident in their knife handling skills or empty hand defense skills, uh, their much their survivability rate of the situation increases. So it's very important.
0: Wow! Wow! I, I, there is a huge difference training with uh, with the different levels like that. Um, how is your um, you know other programs for the the self prevention such as the rape and uh, you know uh, assault in similar situation like that, going?
3: How are they going? I was trying to get um, a continuing education course started at the Cal Poly uh, San Luis Obispo, the university up where I live. Uh, I was trying to get a rape prevention course started there, uh, but they are having trouble with their budget, and uh, the location that I requested to teach the class is um, the wrestling room in the rec center because it has padded floors and walls and whatnot. They're uh, they're having trouble getting all of their end put together, but I have the curriculum developed and uh ready to teach. Just kind of waiting for them to um
0: make it go ahead together. and everything like that.
3: You know, other than that I just train privately. Anybody that um sees my Facebook posts or is interested in self defense or rape prevention type training, uh just gives me a call and we wind up doing that training anywhere, whether it be on the beach or at their place or at my place or at the park. You know, I even have, um, most recently, uh, usually in the summertime around here, there's a lot of concerts and uh, the local security companies are hiring extra staff. So um, I'm I pretty. I'm a local, so a lot of people know me in the area. So a lot of guys that are, uh, a lot of men and women that are going up for those security positions at those concerts wind up getting a day or two of, uh, of defensive training from me just so that they're a little more confident in their schools If a situation arises at the concert concert just mainly because of the large crowd and the
0: potential, right
3: the potential for riot if something goes really bad you know
0: yeah that's true that's true i um, i really
3: I'm, i really enjoy uh, doing that kind of training though
0: yeah i, I it sounds very fun especially the uh, the beachfront and the you know by the by the ocean front you know that i'm sold on that one so i'd yeah, like to invite <laughs> I'd like to invite you back here uh, whenever you get a chance, and you and I will talk about that later um, out of the show and everything like that. And you know, as you know, that I, I'm very interested in, in taking you on to uh, this kind of programs with the uh, the group that sure. I. Yeah, and so I, I, I'm really looking forward to that, Patrick. And then Jackie, what do you think of the uh, training? I mean, have you, um, you know, sh- share with us what you know as far as the training and what
2: what are your plans? As, you know, actually, to be honest with you, the only training I have is life. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that's not enough. I'm listening to Patrick, and I'm like, wow, I am so, you know, I really need to really get on top of it because I'm I'm really, I'm not, I don't have the experience in training. I have never really went to a self-defense class. I've never, you know, um I've never been to, like, a, you know, a anything like that, like a real interactive. I mean, right. I've had a personal trainer to work out. I mean, but that's <laughs> not going to teach you, no <laughs> self not, defense. That, yeah, you know, self-defense. Yeah, that's That's one area that I really have lacked in, you know, and, yes. I mean, it's just really been like my life experience, like what I told you I've gone through, what I've, you know, I've learned and been, you know, through experiences. But, you know, I really um, like the fact that, um, you know, what Patrick is saying, I mean, you do need that training, you know, and that training will make yep. you more confident in those situations where it comes to, you know, when you're in a situation where it's life-threatening. You yeah, do not wait
0: until the, you know, you experience it, I mean, you you have came into this kind of life-threatening, what, what I've done, what happened to me, and I will, I will go over it, what happened and, you know, how I started all of these things um, so many years ago when I was in college in Houston, Texas, that's where I grew up. Um, since I was a young age, five, 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 six 5, 6 years old. But, um, you know, there was a time in my life where, you know, I get caught and I always got, you know, assaulted with a gun. Not a gun, I'm sorry, knife point. And mm-hmm. I had no idea the person who tried to attack me inside my apartment <laughs> with no alarm at the time. Yeah, and I will, I will share with you that incident. And that's how I started this self-defense and, uh, you know, taking care of myself and looking more into the preventive, preventive um, you know, uh, safety classes. And To me that is important. You know, I, I'm just trying to encourage for those of you listening to this, do not wait until that happens to you. You know, take the action now before it happens. You know, you don't want to see yourself to get caught on that, uh, would you agree with my, uh, with me, uh, Patrick?
3: I do agree. Uh, in, in the short time you have left, I think uh, it is definitely important if you haven't had training to seek it out, and definitely, um, you know, consider what N- Nikki's been preaching these last couple shows about situational awareness and the color code of mental awareness. It's of uh, utmost importance.
0: Yeah, it is your life. It is your choice. And, you know, I, there are a lot of videos. I think there are a lot of videos out there, right, and online, because we live in an Internet world these days, uh, that, you know, some experts would put out and everything. And like Jackie was saying, there's not, not nothing like uh, more interactive. And I think uh, Patrick, with a lot of abundant experiences himself, would uh, would suggest and recommend that, that to get on the training with one-on-one or in a class uh, format. And yeah, I think oh. I'd like – I'm sorry, go ahead, please.
3: I was just going to say, you have to be a little wary of the online sources. There's a lot of people out there with goofy information. But if you go with reputable sources like Madpole or some of their training videos, uh, that's that's a good way of going about it.
0: Yeah. We'll cover some of that sources with you guys, and we'll share some of the uh, the credible ones. And, uh, and also among ourselves, Uh, who's been you know like patrick himself who's been in the community for a while for many many years and have abundant of these experiences that we'd like to share with you all and uh, we'll give you that information on the next show and uh, i'm running out of time as usual
2: (laughs) (laughs) what are your last thoughts Uh, jackie what are your last thoughts my dear no, I want to say thank you again for that wonderful information. And, Patrick, thank you so much. That uh, really helped me make a decision today that I need to get some training. <laughs> so I really appreciate you being on the show as well. Yeah,
0: he, he, he promised he was going to be in town pretty soon in the in the spring or summer, and then when that time comes and it confirmed to come down here in my way, um, I will make that announcement. So, um, <laughs> yeah, Patrick's in town. Oh, my goodness. Patrick, what are your last <laughs> thoughts?
3: Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I just – Thank you for having me on the show. I feel like uh, instead of teaching one or a group of ten people on this stuff, being on your show really helps get the word out to uh, much, you know, a much broader base. So I appreciate you having me on the show, Nikki.
0: Oh, you're quite welcome. I mean, pleasure is mine, you guys, and thank you all both for uh, for just being my wonderful guests and keep coming and keep coming back and uh, you know with with your insights and sharing your skills and expertise and your you know just your views around this from the civilian um, such as myself and also from Jackie from other guests before and also Patrick from the you know military background. It's a well rounded thing. So I really want to thank you and very humble um, to have you guys on my show once again. Until then, please stay vigilant. Watch your six. Stay always at a condition yellow. And tune into our next show. I believe it's going to be this coming Friday. It is 30 minute show, and that's all I can have. <laughs> again, you guys, thank you so very much. Thank you all for joining me again this morning at iDare Outdoors. Nikki Dare, your host. We you, like to thank you once again. Thank you for listening. Thanks, Patrick. Thanks, Jackie. Bye bye. Bye.
3: Thank you.
1: Bye. You have been listening to Nikki Dare's Radio, a podcast of sustainability, with your host, Ms. Nikki Dare. To learn more, please visit Ms. Dare's website, education.nikkidare.com. Workshops on safety preparedness. Situational Awareness are available. Also available, the Transformational Coaching Series. For corporate and private group pricing, please contact us. She also offers both private and group classes and firearms training, handgun, rifles, and shotgun for individuals and families and home invasion scenarios. For details on Nikki Dare's outdoor hiking, yoga, and her other outdoor activities, and her passion for fitness and upcoming classes, Please visit her website, NikkiDare.com. Join the community conversation to network and learn on different outdoor fun on her website, nikkidarecom slash FreeForum. Follow her on LinkedIn and her social media, Twitter, Instagram, Google+, Pinterest, and Facebook. Or simply watch her tutorial videos. You can subscribe to her YouTube channel, Nikki Dare. All about her books and inspirational quotes, can be found on her website, books.nickydare.com. Check out her newest website, travel.nickydare.com, for all travel resources, savings, and tips. Her calendars, both of living and purpose and passion, as well as her exclusive edition of Firearms Safety, are available for order on her website, nickydare.com. All of her broadcasts are available for free download on iTunes podcast, Nicky Dare. For more details on opportunities for sponsorships and speaking engagement, please email us at education at nikidare.com. Join her next time, Living in Purpose and Passion. Our mission is to live a sustainable life. With your host, Nikki Dare.